Yeah, yeah. Would, would you uh, would you fuck Lola Rabbit from the space? <laughs> <laughs> Introductions. I guess everybody can go around and introduce themselves since we don't really know each other that well. <laughs> yeah, so do you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, go ahead. So I am uh, Royal Vengeance. I do run a show which is called The Royal Show, which is a show all about uh, mental health and how people are coping with their mental illness. So I get people as guests, people who have disorders, and uh, they talk about their story, man. Right. Um, and then a little bit more kind of about yourself, sort of where you fall into that whole uh, group of people for mental health advocacy, just anything like within yourself that inspired you to kind of make that change oh. and try to be that positive person for other people. I am. I was diagnosed uh, in 2018 with bipolar disorder type 1, so I've lost pretty much everything I owned in life, unfortunately enough, due to a pretty severe mania and psychosis. So, um, yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, there wasn't really all that much info out there to for me to, to grab onto, to latch onto. And uh, by scrolling reddit and stuff there's a lot of people who need help who need guidance and who want to get information so i've decided to to make this show mm -hmm. i love that yeah thank you very much it's just a very in my opinion it's just like a very good and positive thing to do and like very keen of you to kind of look and see that there's kind of this need that needs to be filled and have the ability to kind of try to help people out like that i love that yeah, I was I was already I already tried like to build myself an audience, whether it be by gaming, whether it be by trying to sing professionally or being a musician. There's there's there was there was always that that community thing where I would stop whatever I was doing to talk to people. Right. So I was like, I'm not really that much of a gamer or that much of a musician or that much of a singer. I am much more of a talk show kind of guy. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts and I, I love when people have interesting questions and interesting lives. Mm -hmm. So I've decided to, to make the switch completely from, from a gaming kind of channel, a gaming kind of persona to, to, to be a host on, on, on these issues. Right. Well, thanks for having us on. And uh, our listeners will remember us. I'm Jay uh, on the late, late, late show. Um, I'm Holly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah this is the late, late, late show. <laughs> I don't know how yes, else to describe <laughs> myself other than a professional uh, dumbass, I guess. Right? Yeah. I, uh, my Twitter bio says uh, Sonic, the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog Enthusiast, so I think that's probably my best, my best uh, category. I'd say maybe an understatement, right? Just enthusiast <laughs> is a little bit of an understatement. But... Fanatic? Um, crazy person? Crazy <laughs> person. It's like, if there was, I don't know, if there was a way to do, like, enthusiast cubed or something, like, a word, a word that yeah. meant exponentially <laughs> more than enthusiast. Um, I'm going to say double enthusiast. <laughs> nice. Okay, awesome. Double it just, enthusiast. It just doesn't have the same ring, you know? Nothing else sounds as good as the word enthusiast. Like, it's such a good, yeah. such a good word it, to use. It rolls yeah. off the tongue really well. <laughs> but... Yep, so our show usually just covers um, 
kind of nostalgic topics, uh, franchises that we used to love as kids and kind of where they are now. Uh, spoiler alert, about 90% of the time it's not good. <laughs> it's, it's never good. We never really have anything good to report. It's always like, oh, that franchise you used to like uh, sucks now. Or like somebody somebody really prominent on that franchise just tweeted the N-word like five times. You know what I mean? It's, it's never good. We never have good news about anything you used to like. So... That's kind but of we still show. love it. We don't. Yeah. It's not. It's not a negative thing. I mean, you're making it sound like it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just kind of pointing out. Like, it's very unfortunate that we we talk about yes. things we used to love, and for some reason, everything seems to be just kind of like worsening. Like, none, none of the things <laughs> we used to like seem to be holding up. It's a very consistent trend. That's very. Disappointing. It comes from a place of love, though. It's it's like a concern thing. <laughs> yeah. No. It's like I feel like I'm I'm the parent. Uh, of, of exactly. this franchise just i want to see child, him do better my child just started doing drugs and i'm like come on man like, you're better than this <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah that's uh everybody that's in here right now for today um you can kick us off i guess with any questions you've got so yeah, um, actually, what made you come together for this podcast? Like, what was the, what was the premise? Um, I I kind of remember like the story of how it all started. Um, we were just hanging out like at my friend's house. We were just all in the pool, and we thought it'd be really funny to have a show that ran like at random times. Like like a you do like a YouTube live series, kind of like the lo-fi beats to chill and relax to, and then just like at random times in the night, there'd just be like a show, and people would be like. Yo, did you hear like 3 a.m.? They did like a whole like podcast, and people would be like, "Nah, dude, what are you talking about? Like, that's a <laughs> Lo-Fi Beats channel." <laughs> They're like, "No, I swear." And there'd be no like rhyme or reason. There'd be no schedule. It'd just be completely random. And so that's like, kind of where the name out of the Twilight Zone. Exactly, exactly. And so that's where the name like the Late 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 Show came up. Yeah. And then it was right before I headed off to college. I think for my sophomore year, was it? I think so. We were like, all right, let's actually do it. Like, let, let's just record an episode of a podcast. And then uh, I just kind of went from there. Wow. Are you, are you aware, like, of, uh, of the Misfits podcast at all? Misfits. I've heard of it. I've heard of it, and I've heard that they do really good work, but I know nothing else about, about it. And they're a pretty big podcast. I think, I think you, the, the kind of direction you're going is kind of, ins it's kind of inspiring, honestly. Hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, um, we were talking about, like, the Misfits before, uh, like, before we kind of started recording or anything like that. Um, and, yeah, he was kind of explaining to me how they came together and everything like that. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you know what I mean? People, people from the same kind of, like, nonsense background of just, like, doing stuff with your boys coming together to make a show. It's like, you know, that, that is really, like, it really yeah, hits me close to the heart, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There used to be like a CSGO players who would upload videos on YouTube of just their random banter together. And it was hilarious. And they decided one day to make a show, like to, to tell their stories of traveling around the world because they, they had successful YouTube channels and every every single one of them. And they decided like there there was some crazy shit happening in Poland because of... Am I allowed to curse on, on this podcast? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> So so yeah, th there was some crazy shit going down in Poland with like strippers and stuff, and they had the best <laughs> stories from that. 
Yeah, uh, one of my favorite podcasts and like uh, YouTubers, comedians like Cody Ko and Noel Miller, they have a podcast, uh, Tiny Meat Gang. And they were like just talking about, I think they were going on the Misfits podcast or they were talking about, I think they like visited their office or something. And yeah, they, they, like, it was all good things from what I heard. Yeah, that sounds really cool, man. I kind of really like the fact that a lot of the podcast community seems to just be like just positive all around. Like a lot of the people that kind of tend to group together are honestly just people from the same kind of background as us. Just like a bunch of dudes dicking around, uh, wanting to talk more with their friends. And like nobody kind of starts any drama. Or at least if there's drama, I haven't heard about it. You know what I mean? It's like such a drama-free <laughs> yeah, the, the community. Pod, the podcast community as a whole seems to be a pretty positive place. Like it's all about good vibes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not people like telling each other like your content sucks. Like your show sucks. It's just people, <laughs> people that want more of like hanging around and, and, and fucking around with your friends. It's like all anybody wants out of this community. And it's so kind of like, it's so chill. I love that. It's yeah. just so relaxed and positive. Yeah. So, um, I was, I was just wondering if you guys like have any, have any like, um, stories about anxiety maybe, or maybe something that is, that is hard to cope with in your, in your lives. Uh, Adrian, do you want to start? Yeah, I was going to say absolutely I can kick that off as somebody who's kind of like recently had to come to terms with the fact that like they're dealing with an anxiety disorder, right? Oh, uh, okay. It was kind of not really anything I had ever thought about like when I was younger. Um, but looking back on it, like I had some pretty telltale signs for like a lot of my life. Um, I, like I am an only child and kind of any point I was ever like left alone, I would just freak out in ways that I like wouldn't understand as a kid. Like I didn't understand what a panic attack was, but like yeah. at any point uh, when I couldn't rationalize like where my family was at, I would like just freak the fuck out. Right. Um, right. And then I just like thought nothing of it. Like I kind of grew up and like thought nothing of little things like that. Like while I was growing up. Um, and then recently like, yeah, I would, I would just have moments where I would just like shut down completely and start like freaking out. I was like, what is that? Like, what in the world is yeah, that supposed like the to be? the feeling of impending doom. Yeah, the, like the feeling of, of an actual panic attack. Like, I feel like that word gets thrown around a lot. Like, oh, I had like an anxiety attack. I had a panic attack. Like, the actual feeling of a panic attack is so insanely overwhelming that the first time I can actually remember it happening to me recently, like I had to do a bunch of research. I was like, what the hell was that? Like everything that kind of lingered after it happened and just like everything that it felt like was so confusing to me. And like, I, I could barely find any information that like even helped me. You know what I mean? Like I was just so vague. The feeling is kind of vague. Yeah. It's like, it's really hard to articulate it, but like while it's happening, it just feels like, you know, it, it literally feels like dying. Like that's straight up what I imagine dying feels like. It's horrible. Yeah. It's a miserable, it a miserable feeling. feeling. So um, what about you, Archie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to give backstory on that name pretty soon, but. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. That, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. That'll, that'll lead into like our segment of the podcast. <laughs> okay. But, um. I want to say, like, I want to, like, preface everything with, like, I haven't gone and gone, like, gone, like, clinically diagnosed, so, like, I don't want to seem like I, you know, know, know what I'm talking about or, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. make my experience universal for everyone. 
but uh, I kind of, yeah, I see what Adrian's saying with like a, it's hard to like find out there because I, I had what I thought was like a panic or like anxiety attack, but I wasn't really sure because like every time I'd heard anything, like um, it always, people always said like, I felt like I was dying. Like I know like for some extreme cases, people like call ambulances because they really think like, oh shit, like I'm dying. Yeah, I'm going to die. Yeah. But uh, my first, like my first one that I noticed, I was like, oh, this is like kind of serious. Was that uh, like it was a few months ago? It was last summer, I think around uh, August, Julyish, um, I guess this year. No, but um, I it didn't feel like that severe. I was just like laying in bed, and um, like I was with somebody. I was with like my girlfriend at the time, and I was just like like she was sleeping, and I just like it got really hard to breathe, and like I was like I felt like just really I was like panicking. I was just like uh like I I just. Felt really uncomfortable. I didn't feel like I was dying. Like I was fairly in control, but like I just like kept looking around. Like it was hard to breathe. I had to like go to the bathroom. I was like shaking a little bit, and I was like, "This is really weird." But I don't feel like I'm dying, so like I don't really know what's happening. And I like tried looking up my symptoms, and I just couldn't really find anything. So it was like I don't know. It was just a little weird experience. And then I like I didn't want to say like I had an anxiety attack because it sounded a lot more serious when other people explained it. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I still, I still don't know if I would classify it as one because, like, I, you know, I was still failing control. Just, I just got, like, like, short of breath and, like, you know, a little nervous. But I don't know. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes like, anxiety can strike you completely out of nowhere. That's, that's, the, that's the weird part of it. Like, it, sometimes it, it, it just happens without a trigger. It's just mm. something that hits you like a truck for, for no apparent reason. And you're just sitting there wondering what the fuck is going on with your brain. <laughs> and there's no explanation to it no actually in that case um i actually i i guess i'll give some backstory like i did that day i did go through something like fairly stressful um i i I was a stressful day yeah i was dating um in high school and like at the beginning of college i was dating this girl and we dated for like seven years so it was like a really long time things ended like on bad terms and like we hadn't seen each other since and that day i saw her for the first time in like years just like out in public i was completely unprepared for it and like that, I think that, you know, what m- might have been what triggered it, but oof, that was rough. <laughs> See, that's wow. another thing I think is like so weird about that is um, kind of trying to pin down like what causes it seems to be like such a such a weird like, you know, rabbit hole to go down. Like it, it never yeah. seems as obvious as like it should. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could be like yeah. something you saw out of the corner of your eye, like when you woke up and like you don't even consider it. And then later you're just like freaking the fuck out and you can't even pin it down. Like because mm-hmm. of that, it, it's weird. And it's like so obnoxious. <laughs> yes, it is. I feel like, I feel like that kind of opened the door for me though. Cause like I, um, a few times, not, not too bad. Not like, like maybe like once or twice since then it's happened. I, I don't know. Like a few times since then it's happened, like with seemingly no trigger, but like now I know the feeling from that like first time, you know? Yeah. So that's been interesting. So you you can kind of feel it coming. Yeah. You kind of like, I, yeah. Like once I said, I'm like, Oh no, like, please, please don't do this. <laughs> like not right now. <laughs> So, so so yeah like there is there's a lot of of stigma like around around like disorders or mental illness and anxiety but i think people now are starting slowly to to be more receptive to to like the message that mental health is important like taking care of of, of your of the way you feel you know taking care of the of the way you you perceive things yeah absolutely i agree um i know jadrin can attest to this or yeah, i don't know what he introduced himself as 
Sorry. Either one. I'm, I'm Jadrian. Uh, I just shorten that to J if it's easier for people. It doesn't really matter. You, It's me. <laughs> yeah. But I know he can uh, relate to this. I was like the child of like Hispanic parents, you know. Uh, they don't really like get the whole mental health thing. Like, or it's like, I don't know. It's just like from my, my parents are from Costa Rica. So like it's not really a conversation that they have over there. Like it's usually like, oh, you're anxious. Like just like suck it up. Or like you have ADHD. Like no, like you're just uh, – I don't know. You're just like hyper. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, yeah. Like, you're, you're not trying hard enough. You're not like applying yourself. Yeah. You're not like, you know, it's weird. And especially with men. I think that those feelings are dismissed pretty fast. Like you got to man up, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. suck it up. It's a big thing, especially in Latino culture. It's, a, um, it's called like machismo culture, which is like macho, you know? So it's oh, like, yeah. oh, like men should be like, you know, strong, like, you know not very emotional not very showing of like you know how they act and i don't know i think that's something that we would definitely need to like address and i think my parents are getting better at it and like i know they're definitely trying for it like me and my sister my family so i really appreciate that from them but it would have been a little bit sooner would have been nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah i understand i feel you man and also like at the same time kind of changing your outlook on something like that um after you've had it for so long like after your point of view has been what it is for so long kind of like changing that even yeah. if you want to even like oh, with yeah. good nature it's still strange you know what i mean it's still kind of like doesn't come very naturally to you yeah and the stigma is still there as well right like it's been a thing for so long that that now like trying to reverse it will take a while mm-hmm. right Oops. So uh, about uh, uh, there was a guy here. Iflow in my chat says, as a suggestion, maybe you could use a website where people could anonymously submit their problems or things they want to help with, and you could give them advice as a segment on your podcast. Hmm. I think that's I, a fantastic idea. I, yeah, I think that would be a really good idea. I Just have that. like a little question submission box, and you can kind of like scroll through and just take questions like off the top of your head. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. no expert though. That that's the thing. I am I am a bipolar guy, so I I know what bipolar disorder is because I I've learned everything there is to know about uh, everything there is to freaking know about it because I want to know what I'm fighting here. But uh, I I am no expert, so 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 that's I don't know. Right. I don't know how I'm gonna deal with that. Again, yeah. it, that's kind of one of the weirdest like places to be as somebody who's trying to be a mental health advocate is kind of like. People need to remember that you can't necessarily solve their problems and me personally, at least kind of what I want to do for my advocacy is kind of get my story out there and like have other people know, hey, you know, other people are dealing with stuff you're dealing with. Like, here's what works yeah. for them. I, I can't really diagnose you. I'm not a licensed, you know, mental health counselor in any way. Yeah. But I can at least tell you, hey, that sounds pretty similar to what I was dealing with. Like, you might want to try this or like you might want to know that like you you're don't have to, you don't have to worry about something like this or this because it's never happened to me. And it sounds like we're in the same boat there. So you're not going to like. I don't know. You're not going to like develop Alzheimer's or something crazy like that. Like it's just anxiety. You're not going to like just poof your memories out of existence or anything like that. You know? Yeah. I think at the same time, I think people are fairly understanding. Yeah. I I would hope so. Right. Like I would, I would really hope so. Cause I think it's more the sense of like knowing you're not alone and like, Oh, other people are going through this and they're surviving, you know? So like it's, it's possible. Right. Yeah. I had people yesterday on the show where, 
they were dealing with a ton of shit at the same time. We were talking like ADHD, OCD, by uh, uh, limit personality, uh, multiple personality disorders, and all all sorts of stuff all at once. Right. Wow. These people still were functioning in society. Like they they had a job, they had a significant other. They they were coping with it. Like like they were actually like functional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 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 there's there's a there's a, a point when people get like whether it be anxiety, whether it be depression, whether it be a clinical disorder, they they're telling themselves like, oh, I'm not good enough, or I am defined by whatever illness I have. That that is just not a thing to me. That that's what I'm trying to like to like prove there that you can still you can still like love, be loved, and you know work and ha- have have a normal life. Right. I I kind of really yeah. like that as an idea for a show that like circulates so many people that are that are dealing with you know situations and circumstances like this. Like maybe if you can get enough examples out there, people can kind of like build their like in their own mind, kind of build like a set of examples and be like, I want to be just like those people, even though they're fighting the same demons I am. Like I can still find the inspiration to be just yeah. like they are and like live my mm-hmm. life and, and just kind of, even if I have to, even if I have to live like out of spite, you know, like I, I, I hate, <laughs> I hate the fact that like I'm burdened by all of these things. So just to piss them off, like I'm going to keep on living, even if that's your yeah. reason to keep going, like find oh, something. Every, every reason to keep going is valid. I right. think if, exactly. if you can find an anchor point, just go for it. Even just like little things or it's like, I, I remember talking to a lot of people who like, um, and that like, it was partly kidding, and I, I think like part, partly serious. It's since like seriousness, they like find little milestones to keep them going. So before like Animal Crossing for the Switch came out, I, I remember people were saying like, I gotta keep living because I have to see like what I you know I need to play this game or I need to see this movie. Like you know, just every little thing you can to like, right. even if it's just like a short yeah. milestone. Oh yeah, it, it proves it, that you can make it until things. then. Absolutely. Again, I'm not like a licensed like therapist or anything like that, but I do genuinely believe in that whole idea of like getting a pet or something that you really love. If you're oh, like horribly yeah. like suicidally depressive, just kind of knowing like I'm going to keep living just for like my pet that I love like every single day, like I know that they can't live without me. Like they, even yeah, that is with, so fantastically valid. Is that they love you like no matter what. They don't they don't they don't realize that you have an illness. They don't they don't give a shit. They don't judge. <laughs> they just love you. They're your pets. The dog is gonna be happy to see you every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As as I sit here rubbing my cat's stomach, I absolutely one hundred percent agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she has like, no like idea my what's cat, going you on. You can even see my cat sleeping right there. Like, like this is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> no, yeah, hey, I um. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. When I when I went to college and like I like after that breakup and like you know living by myself for a bit and like you know I missed like the first few years of like making friends and like you know finding people. So like for a little bit, I was like really lonely. You know, like it, loneliness is something like I struggle with a lot. So okay. um, so like once i got that cat you know it was like any little bit helps like you know being at home it gave ow, ow, okay wait she's hurting me <laughs> <laughs> it was just nice to like have like something like something living near you and i know like that's a big reason people like, get plants i just can't take care of a plant because i i don't know yeah, i feel like this cat is easier. dying like in the span of three days <laughs> i can i can give her water and she's fine but <laughs> like a plant that's way harder <laughs> but just yeah. having something there to take care of you know like 
that isn't myself because you know at some at, you know when you're at your lows you're like what's the point of taking care of myself you know like i'm just here by myself but the cat like can't take care of itself yeah that's it that's it it makes you take kind of small responsibilities mm -hmm. so, yeah that, that's that's a, that's a very great point so you you mentioned pop culture and sonic the hedgehog what's the <laughs> deal with sonic the hedgehog <laughs> oh man isn't that the million dollar question <laughs> um oh, God. I'll, i'll start with my deal with sonic the hedgehog um when i was in like kindergarten i met like, i met my like best friend and now roommate um he he like i went over to his house and he like pulled out his i think it was his his brother's gamecube and it was like yo we have sonic adventure 2 like let's play and i was like i've never heard of this like let's do it and i just fell in love like instantly everything about it i just loved it and now oh, sorry my cat's walking all over my stuff <laughs> and now i just I have this thing where, like, once I love something, like, I love it. Like, I love it for life. Like, everything I like is just things that I liked from when I was a kid that's just, like, never left me, you know? And so Sonic is, like, the one. It was, like, my, my first real obsession. And so, so I just carried with that with me, like, wherever I go. Oh, wow. <laughs> And that kind of brings me to the name Archie Smith. Um, oh, <laughs> it's a kind of, <laughs> it's a pretty popular story, like, among my friends. But um, I'll give, like, the very short and rundown version of it. Yeah, In fifth grade. It. In fifth grade, um, we had this assignment, and so we got a picture, and like, um, you had to like redraw the picture, and then like the picture had a prompt. So like, mine was of a kid laying in a in a bed, and there was two little like fairies next to him, and it was called like Archie Smith Boy Wonder. And so you just like took that, and like you wrote a story around like the whole the whole picture, and I just basically made mine Sonic like self insert fan fiction. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so i was archie smith you know and all of his friends called him sonic and then he met sonic and <laughs> oh man <laughs> and i wrote this thinking like oh you know i really like sonic my teacher's gonna read this whatever and then on the day to turn it in my teacher's like okay now read these to the class and i was like oh no oh, no <laughs> but yeah so now i just come to embrace it i am archie smith <laughs> <laughs> that's funny man yeah <laughs> funny hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is i have some some crazy stories about the time when i was manic uh it makes you do weird shit <laughs> like i was i was talking to uh i was talking to jay a little bit earlier about 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 it but i i i have i just have to tell the story on the podcast i mean i can't just like ignore that yeah no go so, ahead So, like, when you're manic, uh, you feel like a god and, like, you feel invincible and the whole world is so much brighter and so much fuller. It, it, it's a wonderful thing. But the problem arises when psychosis comes in. When your brain just fucking lose touch with reality completely and you start having those very strange ideas. So, to, to, to get you in context, I believed at the time that I was going to be the next president of the United States. I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> And Vladimir Putin himself gave the order to kill my ass. <laughs> oh. So I was, it was like two in the afternoon on a Monday. I was running around my street in my pajamas, kicking, yelling, and screaming about Vladimir Putin trying to kill my ass. <laughs> As you do. As yeah. you do, which is a perfectly normal thing. So when the police showed up to investigate what the fuck was going on, 
I was so happy to see a cup. I was like, oh, my savior, you're here to save my ass. <laughs> I hugged him and I was like, I thank you. Thank you so much for coming. And he was like, first, what the fuck is going on? And second, why are you in your pajamas without like shoes or stuff? Like I was just almost bare ass naked. <laughs> like no shirt and everything. And it was a dead of winter. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh yes, so so that that was a crazy story, and also when I was like in uh, inpatient at the hospital, I believe I was an angel that came yeah. from from the sky. I can't even like imagine like what that would feel like. <laughs> but the thing the thing is is it is so real in your head, like it is so like. It's so crisp. It, it it seems so. It's not reality at all because it's just your brain like dumping a whole ton of fucking chemicals and say, "Hey, have a good trip." And it, <laughs> the whole thing doesn't make sense at all. But I find it really interesting because, um, like fairly recently to me, um, someone really close to me, like they had a manic, like manic psych episode. I don't know. I don't know like the exact like terms, but you know what kind of kind of what you were saying was happening to you. They they had like delusions, like they had delusions of persuasion or persuasion of pers- pursuit um not really the yeah and um like we it was really scary because like i didn't know what was happening so i and i wasn't near them at the time like this was happening like like across the country and um like i was i got a call like in the middle of the night it was like 2 a.m and i got a call of like and they were talking to me and i didn't know that they like this was before they were diagnosed so like no nobody knew what was going on so i got this call and it was really scary because like i didn't know that it wasn't true like i didn't know that like it was just like in their head so like i was like as as it was happening and as we were figuring out like what was happening like i was trying to research it and like i also couldn't really find anything so i think it's really interesting and like good i like i really like listening to like your stories like your first-hand account because it's like i don't really know about it and like now someone close to me has it and so it's like it's nice to know yeah, yeah, that, that that's why that's why I want to do I want to do it because I've heard like crazy story. There was a girl yesterday that like her her husband was abroad and she lived an entire week off of peanuts only. What? That sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, she became obsessed with peanuts for some reason and just ate that for an entire week. I oh. I didn't even know that was like a thing that like happened. <laughs> I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the, the the thing is with bipolar people when they go into mania, when they go, go into full blown mania, uh, they usually tend to do like some pretty pretty weird stuff. That that's the funny part of it. Hmm. Like at some point, I was on Reddit and some guy was on the bipolar forum. There was a bipolar forum on Reddit because this is Reddit, so there's a forum for everything. Of course. The guy was like, "I am a math genius. I will math my way all the way to to heaven." Like the trees, the, the trees are a mathematical equation. The grass is a mathematical mathematical equation. And I was like, man, you sound manic as fuck. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Um, what, I don't know what? if you've heard of the guy, uh, the per- the guy who did Time Cube. Um, let me pull up a wiki page for you if you're not aware. At the time, yeah. like he just kind of like got made fun of. A whole bunch like on the internet and like people kind of like egged him on a lot because they're just like oh you know he's like you know he's just a weirdo but like yeah. looking back on it like it was really fucked up like the dude was is very obviously like mentally ill and like needed help at the time um let me link it's you a bit wiki- like the lizard people guy 
uh, his name was Gene Ray. Um, Gene Ray, and basically, yeah, and he basically was preaching this weird concept about how like everything in the universe runs off of like a cube, and like time oh is supposed. Oh my god! To, like, what is this rabbit hole we're yeah. going down? <laughs> like, time is a square, and everything exists at like different points in the square. And it, it's so bizarre. Like, you could spend, like, weeks just kind of diving into, like, how confusing all of this is. Um, but, yeah, just, just hearing that, just hearing, like, you know, the trees are math. Like, there's, there's a mathematical equation, like, out of the trees, and you can, like, math your yeah, way yeah. into heaven. It just, it, it reminds me of that, and it, like, just kind of reminds me, like, this dude needed help. Like, if you had no idea what was going on, you probably thought it was really funny that somebody was spouting all this bullshit. But, like, the dude, like, needed help. He oh yeah, absolutely. He didn't need people egging help. him on. He needed help. <laughs> he really did need help. The there was there's a the stigma around like you you got some people like you see sometimes unfortunately like people on the street talking to themselves out loud and like flipping off people or flipping off cars and and you know talking to themselves. Every every like city has like one dude who does that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like every every like small town has like that, that you know oh that that guy who like is walking on the street like talking yeah. to himself yeah. But I was that guy at some point in the hospital. I was just talking to myself all day because I was the most interesting person in the world, obviously. <laughs> so so I would talk to myself like for hours on end. Yeah, I've always kind of wondered about that. Like when I see that. Um... Obviously, it's different for different people, but in your situation, per se, was it just because you wanted to kind of hear yourself talk? Or was it like, did you think that you were holding a conversation with somebody else, like in a, in a weird hypothetical? Or was it just kind of, you know, you, you enjoyed hearing yourself talk and you were kind of parsing out your own thoughts out loud? Uh, it, it's the latter. It's, it's, it was me, like, liking my own voice and liking to hear my own thoughts out loud like i was really enjoying that i would go on with entire like masterclass theories inside of my my little hospital room like explaining how the world worked to nobody like i was explaining them to the wall hmm. mm-hmm. like i went to work before i went on the uh, on the, the rampage of like vladimir putin trying to clear my ass i went to work i worked at a shop and uh, I work. I worked in a shop, and I was talking to myself like uh, Kevin Spacey in a House of Cards. I was talking to an imaginary <laughs> camera, and my my boss actually came up to me and says, "Like, are you okay, man? Like, you look weird today. Like, you're talking to yourself a lot. Like, what's going on? You look dead tired, and you're you're not functioning right now." And I went on the craziest path of like explaining to him why he was the boss and why people listen was were listening to him he gave me the weirdest look like man you are completely insane he said (laughs) well i think i think you need to get some sleep like go back home get some sleep and come back tomorrow and i never came back because i i went straight into the hospital that night that's so interesting i've never heard it from like a first-hand account of like like a first-hand account of it, you know, it's right. it's usually something you just like see and like, I, it's like pretty shitty, but it's like something you just kind of brush off. You're like, oh, you know, that person. Like, yeah. It, it always, yeah. if, yeah, if you're from like a small town or even in like a big city, it's just kind of, 
in smaller towns, kind of nobody gives a shit. Nobody wants to talk to that person and kind of like, you just kind of yeah. let it happen. Um, and in a bigger city, like you see so many people in a day that goes in one ear and like right out the other. But I have always wondered, it just is so stigmatized that like, you're not supposed to talk to that guy. You know, nobody, nobody talks to like crazy Jim who walks down the street and is just kind of mouthing words at himself. Like nobody's supposed to talk to him. But I've always the like wondered, shit you know, you've ever seen is two psychotic people arguing over each other about like stuff that doesn't exist in reality. Like there was there was two two guys yelling about a floating fish, believe it or not. <laughs> and they were like, "No, that floating fish is evil." And the other one was like, "No, that that flying fish is from is from heaven." And I was following the conversation along, and I was and I, and I was having a blast, like. <laughs> These guys agreed that there were that there was a flying fish in the room. Somehow, two people with different mental illnesses agreed to something, but we're arguing about it. Yeah, I think that's so interesting that they had like I guess the same delusion, and they're like, "Yes, no, this this is real, but you're yeah. wrong." <laughs> definitely weird, but I'm right. <laughs> that as that is like a concept has always been so interesting to me, um, especially in like hallucinogenic drugs and stuff like that like it's apparently oh, yeah. super super rare but people can have like group hallucinations where they're all like hallucinating the same thing like off of you know wacky ass drugs and i'm like how the hell does that happen you know that's so so weird to me um but it, i you know there must be some truth to it if people with like different yeah. mental illnesses can can apparently be in the same kind of like delusion of, of of seeing something like there must be some truth to that at least and that's so yeah, interesting so, somehow to me. there's some truth to it i, I so don't weird. understand it but yeah it is weird so did you have like a did you have like any questions or, or something that you wanted to ask um just i guess about your life as well since we kind of talked about like sort of day-to-day -day kind of coming to terms with uh disorders and things like that um for you i guess uh how have you kind of come to cope and how have you kind of learned to get a day-to-day -day routine where you feel like you're functional and you feel like you're not really impacted as much as you once were by mental illness the secret the secret of it is medication actually like mm -hmm. the whole the whole thing was was crazy because i i actually went to court to not be medicated i didn't want to be medicated at the time and uh they they took my ass to court all the way to superior court of canada oh, like wow. the next step was the supreme court wow. like yeah yeah my mother and my doctor sued about well not sued but plead to the court that i was a danger to myself and society so they had to treat me and me on I, on my side of the stick was freedom of speech and expression. Even though I am completely cray, even though I am completely <laughs> fucked, I still have a right to be that way. You know, to exist as a fucked up person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that that was very interesting. <laughs> uh, I won. I won my case three times and then I, I got shut down in the superior court but uh, medication actually really fucking helps 
like I have untyped psychotics, which which means that uh, I can't lose control of reality again, and I have like an anti-depression for for my mood to be happy. Mm-hmm. And it works. Yep. Sounds good. Then I'm I'm glad it ended up working out. Yeah, I'm glad oh, no. it ended up working Absolutely. out because I was I was about to die. From all the horror stories I've heard of people just kind of jumping all around playing some weird game of like throwing darts at the wall trying to figure out their medication like i'm obviously very glad that your situation got figured out because it seemed like very complicated there did seem to be a lot of kind of moving parts uh that needed to be handled in that so yeah i I am very glad to hear i've heard about people just dealing with like one mental illness that on the surface of of a psychiatrist who has treated hundreds of people it seems like this would be very easy to handle but they're just on you know on one medication off of another just you know yeah. day in day out non-stop and they can't seem to get like depression handled and and it's like how many people has this psychiatrist treated that have depression but for some reason this person just like can't be can't be helped. treated like yeah can't yeah. be helped like they they threw they threw me some risperidone at first and that shit man oh man i couldn't even talk with that in my body wow like they they were like so are you okay mister and i was like oh like like ozzy osborne oh my god (laughs) damn they're like yeah Yeah. the doses might be a little high and i'm like no shit (laughs) (laughs) the dosage is way high No, yeah, that's that's something I've heard too. Where it's like not really a one size fits all. Like you, you really have to kind of cycle through and find one that really works for like your specific, t- like illness, I guess. And I just think that's yeah. like that's that must be so scary for somebody who has to like go into like getting medication. Like n- n- the guarantee, like the guarantee that or not the lack of guarantee that it's gonna work. Like you don't even know and, like how long you have to try. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of posts online of, of like people worrying about medication. Like, oh, I'm gonna be on, on that mix or that mix. Is is everybody had a good experience with that? Or I'm having a hard time with this medication or that medication. That that that's that's kind of sad actually. That that there's there's no there's no miracle drug that fixes everything for everybody. Yeah. It's not like oh uh, I can't get hard. Here's some Viagra and off you go. It, it works every time <laughs> for everyone. You know, yeah, I was going to kind of bring up like another personal anecdote now that we are talking about medication and things like that. Um, I don't remember how I was going to segue it before uh, when we were talking about just kind of finding like little things to live for. Yeah, Um, yeah. but I kind of wanted I kind of wanted to say like for your friends, like if you are just friends with someone who has a mental illness or if you have a mental illness yourself and you've got friends that do as well i i really cannot overstate the importance of like the little things you know what i mean just with uh i've got a friend who i'm not going to name obviously but was like very severely like clinical depressive like borderline suicidal like clinically depressive um and i was aware of this but at the same time i could never really gauge like the severity of it at any given time right like he had just kind of mastered the art of like just like pretending to be okay you know what i mean he just kind of like it really puts you in that mindset of like nobody gives a shit anyways so like why should i go around burdening other people with my problems like i'll just pretend to be okay and then go home and like sulk and and you know deal with it myself if you know if you even can get out of the house like on the days you even can get out of the house you just go out and pretend you're all right and you come back home um 
So like whenever I was with him, I would try to just kind of like do little things that I felt like would make his life a little bit better and just kind of give him something to enjoy. Um, and the other day he gave me, I don't even know what I would call it, like a reverse suicide note, right? Where basically oh. it was like, you know, you are the reason like I kept living, right? And like that shit brought me to tears. Like I couldn't even yeah. believe it. Like it gave me like a specific example. Like, hey man, remember that time I messaged you like out of the blue and said like, I want to do something. And you told me like, let's go down to the grocery store and we can just walk down the aisles and look at stuff and like just talk about stuff. It was like, that was like a defining moment where I just realized like, I can fight harder. Like I know everything that you deal with and you still made the time to come out with me and like do something. And like, I realized like I can fight harder. You know, there's people in my life that care about me and I can keep going. And like that yeah. shit brought me to tears, dude. Like I, oh, I, I, totally understand I can't that. even yeah. explain like what it felt like to read, like to read all of that. There's like a huge grin on my face. And like, I messaged him and I was like, dude, you know, I'm so happy you're still here. Like I had no idea that one specific day like meant so much to you but like i'm so glad yeah. i could do it for you so yeah no if you've got friends with mental illness like again i cannot <laughs> i can't overstate the importance of the little things really you never know how much anything means to like anybody else like that so just kind of anything you can to spread positivity would go a long way i had a good friend of mine actually uh, commit suicide in in 2017 before and uh he was he was an addict, but he was he was you know the, the kind of guy that you always go to when you have problems that that would just have a beer with you in a in a smoke and just explain the things. He was older than most of us, like he was he was like around thirty seven years old, and if my memory serves me correctly, but this guy was the the sweetest man you've ever seen, like always calm, always smiling and everything. And and one day he we just knew he committed suicide. Out of the blue. Yeah. So we were like, we were so obsessed with our own well-being that we never took the time to try to figure out if something was wrong with him. Like he was always the one helping us out, but nobody helped him out. Damn. Damn. That actually brings me to a question. I'm, I'm like really sorry to hear that, but um. No problem. Like I have, you know, I'm, I have like, there are, there are a few people in my life that I'm close to that like struggle with like severe depression, you know, lots of suicide. So like, I guess like asking advice to either of you, honestly, whoever wants to answer, like, how can I be that? Like, how would, what do you, like, what would you guys say is like the best way for like somebody to be there for somebody who they know that's like suffering or something like that? Just a little message. Like, are you okay? Or do you want to do something? Like, do you feel like, like talking about anything and everything? Just making making them know that you're thinking about you're thinking about them for mm -hmm. even just a moment. Right. Um, the I don't want to say the issue, but kind of the weird thing is it does go back into what we were talking about before, where it's sort of there's not like a one size fits all approach to yeah. kind of every aspect of that. Obviously, um, like Royal says, just being there for somebody like that goes a long way, but. Mm kind of setting up some communication or something in a moment where they are not like at their lowest point. Like if you can just talk to them and be like, Hey, if you come to me in one of these really dire circumstances, like, and you tell me about your problems, right? Like, do you want me to help you 
solve these, do you just want me to like vent with you? Like if you're just mad at the world, do you want me to be mad at the world with you too? Do you want me to like point you in the right direction? Do you need me to calm you down right now? Because it's stuff like that that's so hard to communicate. And if you're trying to go one way and somebody's kind of pushing in the other, it can make the entire situation so much worse. Go worse. Even even if, like, you don't feel like it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm really guilty of that myself. Anytime somebody comes to me with a problem, my first thought is, like, let's solve this. You know what I mean? Let me lay out, like, a plan to help you solve it. Yeah, lay out the plan. Let's attack it. I, like, I can completely understand now at least like looking back like why somebody would want to just complain to me and hear me just say like yeah fuck that guy you know what i mean like that guy who cut you off like man fuck it you don't want me to you don't want me to say like oh it doesn't even matter like you guys didn't get into a car crash like he was in the wrong like who cares no you want me to go man fuck that guy what an asshole man sometimes sometimes just seeking validation right like oh man i feel like crap because this is shit and all you want to hear is yeah this is shit yeah like, man, it's fucked up the way your job treats you. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, like your boyfriend was totally in the wrong. Like he was being an asshole or like your parents were like totally in the wrong there. This guy, you know what I mean? Like validating people versus helping them solve the problem or like calming yeah. them down. It, it, it's kind of important to sort of set that up and be like, what would you like me to do? Because in a moment of like very heavy emotion, they might not even be able to communicate yeah, or that you might not have the right response that actually make the things worse right right that's what that's why i feared that's why i fear like a lot with with people like i i fear that that me trying to help might actually like make it worse mm-hmm. i think it's interesting um that like you guys like said like the uh like how, like uh, jay was saying um uh, to like agree with them and be like yeah fuck that guy because <laughs> like i i like for like like way back like just like i remember growing up i was i always thought of myself as like an optimist so i'd always try to like look on the bright side of things and then like someone was telling me like hey like the, being optimistic is one thing but like negating your feelings is like not the same thing like you're allowed to be upset and like you're allowed yeah. to feel things and like that's something i've been like coming to terms with to, like to do for myself and for other people be like and no, like, you're okay to be, ups- like, it's okay to feel that anger and, like, that upset. As long as you don't let it, like, you know, like, ruin ruin your mood for, like, an extended period of time, I guess, if, if that's yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as long as you're, like, mad for the appropriate amount of time and, like, mad for the right reasons, I guess, then... For yeah, sure. but go ahead. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, I do, think, I do think it is important to kind of, like, acknowledge your emotions as as valid you know bottling everything up and just kind of throwing away any emotion you don't feel is useful is is like just as bad you know yeah because one day you're going to explode right like there there are things that are going to happen to you in life there are events that are so genuinely like emotional and so genuinely like bad that you have every right to be pissed off you have every right to be sad you have every right to be overwhelmed you know it, it's it's unavoidable so if you can't actually, deal with that and you try to bottle everything up like you are going to be in a way worse space even if you don't have a mental illness even if you consider yourself completely mentally healthy if you have no emotional intelligence at all and you don't know how to deal with these things like you are going to be in a very bad spot yeah because mental health is is not just about people who are ill it's about like day-to-day life as well 
how do you treat like problems and how do you cope with stress and stuff like that it's just about being in in a in the right place of mind you know yeah i'm actually gonna be right back somebody in my family is calling me i'm giving me like two seconds i'm so oh, sorry no, <laughs> you got man. it no worries no worries While he is doing that, I guess we can kill time um, doing something else. The stream chat hasn't been doing much of anything. No, so, so that's not going to be a thing. That's fine by me. No big deal. Did I, did I miss anything cool? Uh, no. Oh, you're already back. That's cool. Awesome. <laughs> we, were, we were just stalling for time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you have any questions for us? Any more questions for us? Uh, for me, um, how would I put that? What brought you together as friends? Oh, hey, I feel like I feel like I've done most of the storytelling. Jaden, if you yeah. want to go about it. Okay, so I remember this. Um, in, <laughs> it was like middle school. He, Ollie, and I uh, go back to like middle school, and it's really funny. Wow. Um, because if th the way I remember the story, at least. I became friends with Ollie's friend from the story about Sonic Adventure 2. Like, the friend <laughs> that showed him Sonic Adventure 2. Oh. I, I became friends with that guy on my first day of middle school because we both have the same name. He is also named Jay, right? Oh. And so I met him in, like, this class, and we sat next to each other, and we were just talking. And then the next day... Ollie showed up to that class uh, because I believe like he had gotten his schedule messed up or something. So he like they didn't tell him he was supposed to be in this class. So he showed okay. up on the second day instead of the first. And then oh. like the other kid named Jay introduced me to Ollie and we like all just kind of became friends there. But if he would have been there the first day, like those two kids probably would have like paired up and I would have like never met them. I probably would have never even talked to them. Right. Yeah. That's so weird. It's like so weird <laughs> yeah, to think about. Like just one one little mistake in like scheduling or whatever is the only reason like we ever met each other or ever even like talked. It's it's so weird to think about. It's like kind of like a not it's not really a necessary detail, it's just one I think is really funny. Like Jay like Jay and I bonded like Jay, the other one, like the Sonic Adventure 2 one. We bonded over that game. And then me and Jadrian bonded like over Sonic Adventure 1. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I had never played it before. And he was like telling me about it. And then we like, like, like ran through the entire game like on a trip once. And like, that's just, yeah. I always remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, that is an interesting story, man. Um, I, I know that you guys like have that, that podcast going on for quite a while right now. What what would you say was the most interesting moment you had on air? Oh, most interesting geez. moment on air. Um, I I have my example, but like you can go ahead. I was already no 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, because mine is more of like an like an episode that just really stuck with me. So you you go ahead. Okay. Um, mine has to be. Uh, let me see if I can't find like the exact episode number. Okay, yeah, it's season two, episode one of our show, um, where for some reason the entire conversation got derailed into whether or not you'd fuck Lola Bunny from Space Jam. <laughs> like, that one still sticks with me to this day. I was like, how did that happen? That was like, <laughs> that was that was just the most like confusing 
ridiculous moment that I think the show has had just like off the top of my head. That one, that one really sticks with me. <laughs> Wait, can we, can, can we get some answers live in the chat? Hey guys, would you, yes or no? <laughs> yeah, would, would you, uh, would you fuck Lola Rabbit from the Space Jam? <laughs> I'm still, I still gotta stick with no. I'm not a furry, okay? Okay, I'm gonna furry. say, I'm not gonna say I'm not a furry, but I totally would. <laughs> I, I am not a furry either, but I totally would. Yes! <laughs> when, I, when I was a kid, the, 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 yeah. <laughs> that character made me horny as a kid. <laughs> I was like, that's, damn, that rabbit. That's another thing we, we like tend to derail on a lot. Like characters as a kid where it's like, oh, like first like childhood, like cartoon crush, or, like celebrity crush, like goth girls in cartoons. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, would be uh, the girl from Roger Rabbit, actually. Like the, Oh, uh, Jessica Rabbit, of course. Jessica Rabbit, oh, of course. Oh my See, god. From... I was gonna say, like, why did they draw so many of those characters that way for like kids' cartoons, dude? They had no right. That was kinda of, I, I think there's there's a little things for the parents in there. <laughs> uh, but no, um going back, like my one of my favorite moments like from the podcast is for some reason for one of our episodes I'm gonna see if I can find the episode. Um not recently played, sorry. Yeah, but um <laughs> We, where is it? Oh yeah, it was season one, episode nine. It's the title is called "No Sonic on the Beach." For some reason, we got together at like what, like ten, eleven o'clock. Like went to the local beach and just like set up a microphone, like duct tape it, duct taped it to a tripod so you could hear both of us, and we're just like talking. And like I don't know why we like we figured out we could do it outside, so we're like, bro, we have to. Like we have to try it. <laughs> That's a podcast. You actually you actually did the podcast outside. Yeah. Yeah, we did podcasts but outside before them. So I'm not saying they stole our idea, but you know. <laughs> the weirdest thing I've done on stream is actually like shaving. Like wait, shaving your face or shaving your head? No, shaving my face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like there was that platform uh, called Badoo. And uh, there is a stream. It's it's a it's a dating app, but there's a stream feature. So every mm. night I would go on stream and just like chill and stream and have a, have a cool conversation with with women. And I know that night I was supposed to go out, like go out clubbing. And I was like, oh man, I need to shave, but I don't want to end the stream. So I was like, fuck it. I took the tripod, <laughs> <laughs> just, just shaved live right on air. And people were like, oh my god, this is insane. And I'm like, this is not that insane. Like, like I'm not shaving my balls. Like, I'm shaving my face. That's so funny. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, it is just strange enough that I do have to say I don't think I've ever seen anyone else uh, shave like on stream. <laughs> like I don't think it's <laughs> ever happened. And I think yes, a day before yesterday, I was having a steak, and I decided to because I didn't want to end the stream, so I just live streamed the whole thing, like me cooking the steak and eating the freaking thing. <laughs> that that's one of my favorite things about like these kinds of platforms, like podcasting, like streaming. You can just like do something just like random it's like you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna live stream me shaving like sure whatever or like for me and jader and we can like for like if we have an idea for the podcast we can just like do it you know which is like yeah. you know let's just change up our format like for our i think it's mo our most recent episode for valentine's day we released like not like i guess an audio essay where it's like a, we talked about like our favorite video games and like it was completely different than any other episode we've done like in the layout like we didn't talk at the same time like he recorded his mine we added like well like jader and added like audio from like the games and like it was just cool to just like try something different. 
Yeah, yeah, trying something different is great because, like, what I do here, like, with my mental health show, the whole thing, like, I used to be a gaming channel, man. I, I used to <laughs> scream at a microphone like a 10-year-old on Sugar Rush, like, <laughs> like trying to, to get attention and trying to build an audience. And I decided to completely flip the script and go into a much more serious topic. Like this is this is what's what's great about the internet in general. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's like I know there's a lot of cases for like if the internet social media is like good for like mental health, bad for mental health. Like that's not what I'm getting into. But um, I just think like one thing that I've like found to help me like whenever I'm like either alone or like if I get like really bored, I get like re I can like fall into like bouts of depression. And so like just like being able to just like do something I want to do like. I wanted to like make music, so like I downloaded GarageBand, made like yeah. a really shitty beat, and like just like like making that was like super cool. Or like I made like these really bad YouTube videos about Sonic the Hedgehog, and like it was really for no one else but for like myself. Like they're still up there. You can if, like if you want to find them, <laughs> you can. They're really bad, but like it was they just do like exist. Yeah, like doing that, like editing it, like it, like just putting something out there, just like felt good. Or, like just the action of doing something you want to. Yeah, th that's what I think being a creator is all about. Like, we want to create stuff, whatever it is. We might, might it be singing, might it be a song, might it be a video, a podcast, whatever. We just need, we, I, well, in my case, I just feel the need to create something and put it out there. Right. Mm -hmm. It's less of a, like, not to like seek validation or anything just like create something something that i say hey i did that i did a thing yeah i was about to say the same thing i, I was gonna say it's less of like uh people need to see this like i need to make this kind of thing right yeah, i need to make this and i was gonna say i feel like that's such a cool bit of like just content creation as a whole is that like it's more accessible than it ever was right now because the internet can teach you so many things. So anybody that just has that like drive, like I need to get this out like right now, you know what I mean? Like I want to make, like I want to be a photographer or like I want to make music. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to yeah. draw stuff. Like you can, you can definitely just go online <laughs> and, and, and learn how. And, and just like I encouraging know that is so cool. entire YouTube channels that run on a phone. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's like the, you don't the, need expensive stuff to to have, to get it going. That's like a common thread I see with like a lot of my favorite YouTubers. They say like, yeah, like at the beginning, just like take your phone out, just like record whatever, like just get out whatever you want to get out there. Like it's less about the quality and more about like just doing it for you, like having it be something you want to make. Uh, I'm really sorry, Jay. I, I cut you off there. You were saying? Uh, no, no. I was I was just kind of going to lead into the same thing he was saying where just encouraging it more out of like everybody is such a good thing like i feel like a lot of the a lot of the handicap that creators put on themselves is just sort of that idea like this won't be good enough this won't be good enough you know what i mean and obviously yeah, the worst critic is ourselves yeah and obviously as you're just learning like you're not going to be perfect if you could just you know if you could just wake up one morning and be perfect at whatever you want to do like what's the point like that's not fun that's not cool you don't get to see yourself advance you don't get to see yourself progress like some of the earlier episodes of our podcast are garbage like they sound horrible <laughs> they suck i mixed all of it myself i literally taught myself how to mix audio for this show and i'll tell you right now some of the earliest episodes we did we did are fucking garbage um but going back now and getting to know that like we got better at our show we we're slowly getting more 
professional as we progress. Our graphics are getting better. Like our branding is better. You know, we're reaching more of an audience. That's such a cool thing to know that you're doing. And so, you know, if you never get the ball rolling, you'll never get anywhere. So you have to kind of accept that you're probably going to suck when you first make something, but at least you're making progress. And that's like, yeah. that's the important one, thing. One tip I'll give to people, if you're too stressed out or if you're like, I don't want to learn this, just wing it. Just wing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like my Honestly. entire show yesterday, about 10 minutes before the show, I did not have a guest. Like the the whole thing was just just like somebody joined on a dime and I was like, okay, fuck it. You're on right now. Let's, let's get this show on the road. <laughs> and I never interviewed anyone. I was just like, fuck it. I just write some questions and, and go. Yeah. Um, like, even if like, even I can look back on those like beginning episodes and be like, oh man, this sounds really bad. But like, I always, I'll always like remember like sitting down to record, like it's still like, but like the memory is there and like the content is still that you can still hear us talk. Like it's really shitty, but you can hear us talking. Yeah, and yeah. like I just yeah like it's still there it's like immortalized like it's immortalized and that's that's the beauty of the internet is that if you want to just create something just fuck it wing it and everybody out there has an audience that's that's a, you are interesting to someone no yeah absolutely if, if there's anything about the internet there's there's two facts it's that there's an audience for anything and there's porn for anything and that's it yeah. <laughs> there's porn for anything <laughs> absolutely <laughs> So we've been going on for an hour. No, dang. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like, that went by a lot quicker than it usually does when it's like just the two of us talking about nonsense. Like, yeah. all right. Good stuff. I've never been like interviewed before. That was, that was, that was right? cool. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you enjoy it? Yeah. I had, a, I had a great time. Thanks for having us on. Well, thanks. Thanks to you. This is your show. <laughs> Well, that's true. A little bit of both, I guess. I feel like we're kind yeah. of meshing both shows together. Yeah, because yeah. because for people for people listening to the podcast on on like just an audio platform, I I am a streamer, so I am I'm streaming the show as we as we go. I forgot. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. To plug yourself. Do, do your plug. Give your whole spiel. <laughs> oh, you you want to? Okay, I, I can I can do the, the shameless plugging now. Absolutely. Course, go ahead. Go ahead. We'll put all your stuff in the description of this episode, but in case people are just listening, you can go ahead and uh, tell them oh, all man, about that, it. That is appreciated, man. Oh, I'm putting it on the spot right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I am I am a streamer. My name is Royal Vengeance. Uh, so that's twitch.tv forward slash Royal Vengeance in one word. If you can't spell vengeance, look it up. And uh, <laughs> I do have a YouTube channel as well, which is uh, youtube.com forward slash Royal Vengeance. I do have a Twitter, which is twitter.com forward slash Royal Vengeance. I am Royal Vengeance on every single platform. So I'm pretty easy to find. Just look for the RV, the, the white R and the red V. That's me. There you go. And that, that's going to be pretty much all about it. All right. Uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think and see uh, if there's anything more like along the lines of our show we can do. Uh, but again, yeah. as, far as, as far as current events or like, you know, public uh, pop culture, I don't really have much of anything. So I guess I'll just pitch the question out to you, uh, Royal. What are 
uh, just like any franchises you enjoyed as a kid, whether that's like books or movies or video games or anything that you feel like are still sticking with you today, you know, any franchises that you still kind of like any, any old games you still like to play or any old movies oh, you'll still go back be, and watch. Uh, Golden Sun on the, on the Game Boy Advance. Okay. Hmm. That's a JRPG. Like, I'm not a weeb. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not a weeb. I want to preface this by yeah, saying... Yeah, don't worry. You're in good company. We are not weebs yeah. either, okay? We are not weebs or furries. <laughs> but we would still fuck... Okay. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Golden Sun was a JRPG. My brother was into it. And I, I dove into this. The, the, my entirety of, like, high school the first few years of high school were consumed by that game and that 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 turned into like well obviously sonic heroes on the ps2 oh, mm. fantastic <laughs> yeah i am a man of culture <laughs> that was a great game uh so yeah we i lived in a household where my dad is a gamer Okay. Like he had, we had the Atari uh, 2600, we had the Nintendo 64, the SNES, we had the PS1, the PS2, the PS3, uh, the Sega Saturn. That that was the weird one. We we got hmm. that for a while, but there was there was absolutely no games to play on that system. So we, <laughs> so I grew up with video games. Video games were accepted in my family. Like it, it was kind of a, the ritual was to sit in front of the TV and play games. That's so interesting because like I like I I also grew up with video games but like not like because of my family it's just like something that like I we like somebody gave us a PS one and then like it kind of started from there and yeah. I would always ask my dad to play with me and it wasn't like a oh no I don't have time like I don't play it's just like I am really bad at this but like I'll try <laughs> and then I was like oh no dad you are really bad at this it's really okay <laughs> I'd say my fondest memories when because my my dad my dad passed away um, he used to play Diablo two like on the, on the PC and I would sneak up at night and play Diablo 2 myself but he was noticing because you know the character progression and items it was like yeah. my shit is not right like somebody's playing on my account <laughs> so one night it was about like 2am I was maybe 12 13 years old at the time he was like here you are like you are going to build your own character and do your own shit because you you stop you're messing up my builds. <laughs> and I was over the moon at that point. But he would he would gloat. He would come and say, well, "I've picked up like I've picked up the Leviathan armor." And like, what the fuck is the Leviathan armor? And he would show me the Leviathan armor, and I was like, "Wow, wow! How did you get that to drop?" It was like, "Oh no, I traded it online," and I'm like, "Oh man." And he, he he was going to pick me up uh, at the grocery store where I worked when I was a, when I was a teen. And he was like, "You know what? I've reached level eighty-seven, bitch." <laughs> Your dad was shit talking you online. Yeah, my my dad was shit talking me, but he would help as well. And I remember playing like Red Alert One, Red Alert Two, uh, Starcraft on the on the PC. Oh man, my, my dad was a gamer, man. I can just, just going back to that story, like as somebody who played a shit ton of Diablo 2 and it's probably like my favorite Diablo game, I never got into Diablo 3, I just like couldn't enjoy it as much. Um, yeah, yeah, I understand Diablo, why. Yeah, Diablo 2 with the Necromancer, <laughs> just filling your entire screen with skeletons to the point where you can't yes. see anything, like that. that's just a masterpiece of game design. Oh, oh but, fuck yes. But I can just imagine like, 
just trying to play Diablo 2 and just the, the way that a little kid would fuck up your account and like you don't know <laughs> like you would be so confused to log in and like your account like your build is just so fucked up because it's some little kid just like mixing things around on your, in yeah, your armor and your gems it's <laughs> so funny uh, I to me I would just fuck up his build and uh yeah, but one one thing my father used to do with RTS games that that was, I think that was the funniest shit. He would like contain the, contain the enemy like the computer. He would play against the computer, and he would like contain the enemy, then build the biggest fucking army you've ever seen, like filling up the entire map with shit, and then just <laughs> run over the guy in like two seconds flat. <laughs> but I remember he played games online for like. The games were were like an hour long because he would never attack. Like he would just turtle on his side of the map and like build a freaking big army and <laughs> run over the guy. <laughs> like, and and before his death, I actually got him um, Star Wars Battlefront. I remember that, and he Ooh, was so pissed. <laughs> He was so pissed. He was like, "This game is bullshit," like there, because there's some randomness in the in the weapons, you know, uh, like yeah. the weapons are not accurate. So it was like, "This is bullshit." And, and, and seeing my 44 year old dad like arguing with 12 year old kids online was the funniest thing I've ever heard. He's like, you know how old I am? I'm 44. I'm gonna fuck your shit up. <laughs> It's so funny uh, to hear a story from, like, the opposite end of, of that spectrum because, like, you know, obviously, like, I'm still young, uh, but yeah, I was I was that, like, you know, little shithead 13-year-old, like, talking trash <laughs> on Xbox Live and getting those people that are like, man, like, I got a job and a family, like, I pay taxes, I will drive to your house and fuck you up. And I'm just like, I'm like 13, like, man, suck my dick. <laughs> It's yeah, so yeah. funny to hear this story from the other point and of view. It's so one funny. of other gaming stories that I'm very fond of. I have very fond memories of that was Burnout Paradise back in the day. Ooh. I actually bought the webcam to go with my PS3. Oh. And at the time, I remember that if somebody was was running you over and then do a takedown on you, effectively killing your ass, it would take a, a screenshot of your webcam. <laughs> so what we would do because there was no voice chat at the time there was no voice chat on that game we would just sit sit around the same area of the map just hitting each other over and over again so we could have a discussion by just pictures on the screen <laughs> like I was smoking cigarettes like uh, hidden like I, I was hiding the fact that I was smoking so I would like show up a smoke in one picture and then the Febreze can on the other picture, like... <laughs> I remember that very fondly. And, and then one time I ran, I ran a guy over and it was just like some random overweight 12-year-old dude sitting half naked on his bed. And I was like, I didn't want to see that. I did not want to see that. I feel like... I feel like that guy probably had no idea the game, like, takes pictures of you. And so he's just, like, butt-ass naked with the camera on him. He gets hit, and he's just like, oh, no. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. and we would record. We, we would sit at, uh, at my at my uh, friend's house. What I would do is, uh, because a PS3 is fucking heavy as fuck. Like, a PS3 is a heavy console. What yeah, I would do like is walk... Oh, excuse me? 
I remember like the fat PS3s when they first came out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had the fat one. It was heavy as shit. I would get that into my into my uh, into my bag and walk around an hour to my friend's place where we would plug the uh, the, the webcam on and just do random stupid shit on the camera. Hmm. Because having a camera was a novelty at the time. It was like what 2008 maybe. That was yeah, when we, YouTube yeah. was just starting out. Was just starting out. Hmm. And we would fight each other like a lot, like three guys, <laughs> three guys together. What do you do? You beat, you beat, beat the fuck out of each other for no apparent reason. Absolutely, I can, I can one hundred percent attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like kick, kicking the nuts and all, and all sorts of stupid shit, like getting slapped and and you know Cheerios and and all and all sorts of stuff. We would yeah. fight, we would fight like until three in the morning on, until my my friend's dad was like super pissed off and said like francis come upstairs <laughs> yeah, and I'd, I'd... you would hear him getting so much shit from his dad <laughs> oh, at, um, at our friend jay's house um we would always just like fight upstairs we have the, we have this game called counts <laughs> oh my god it's really fucking stupid it was basically just slap boxing so like basically <laughs> For something to count, you just have to like slap someone in their face. Like you just have to touch their face, you know. I thought and it was so, like, like it it you have to like open palm, like hit somebody in the face, yeah, yeah, like yeah. with your palm. If it's like the back of your open... hand, it doesn't count. No, it does not count. It has to be it has to be the palm on the cheek, like for like forehead doesn't really count. It has to be like the side of the face. And so like it would start off like just a, a light little tap, like just a little oh, just a, gotcha. And then like eventually like somebody would hit like a little bit. There'd always be the tipping point where somebody hits a little bit too hard, and then you instantly get pissed, and like you're like slapping the shit out of each other. Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> and the so, game was basically just an excuse to beat the shit out of each other in like the middle of the house. <laughs> it's like, and then so like Jay's parents, because we'd be upstairs, so it'd be, it'd be really loud. So like Jay's friends would yell at us like his dad would be like just go outside if you're gonna fight. And then one time we're like all right like all right you you want to go outside we'll go outside. So Jay had like a one set of boxing gloves like two like a left hand and a right hand. And so we're like okay so we're each gonna have one boxing glove on each hand and, <laughs> and we're gonna go outside and other. we're gonna beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah we had we had a lot of people there that day too and we basically just organ we organized like a child fighting ring. <laughs> Out in the front yard, in the middle of this, like, very upscale, like, wealthy, gated community neighborhood, there was, like, 12, you know, little-ass kids with their shirts off, one boxing glove each, beating the piss out of each other till they were bleeding out in the yard. Like, it was wow. a disaster. And it was, like, one of the first houses, so you had to pass us. Like, yeah. if you went through the gate, you saw it. Like, you, you saw, like, these high schoolers just, like, beating the dick out of each other for no reason. <laughs> I will actually oh. try to find something. We had the dumbest fucking idea, me and one of my friends. We basically built a CO2 cannon. Like, a <laughs> CO2 <laughs> cannon. So it was oh like just God. this huge copper tube, like around seven feet, seven feet tall. And it was just the right diameter for a small CO2 can that you put inside BB guns. Mm -hmm. And we would just, we had a nail at the bottom of it. So we would, it was like a mortar gun. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, let, let me, let me try to find it because we were shooting the thing at like, it's like a uh, bricks. It's like a brick wall. <laughs> and we took a picture of like there is that perfect imprint of the bottle in the wall. <laughs> because that shit like flew at like 
200 miles an hour. It was super dangerous. <laughs> it's like a bottle. I'm just imagining like a bottle shape, like in a brick wall. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find. Uh, I'm trying to find this. Like in Looney Tunes, uh, like when they run through walls, and it's just like a fucking wily coyote shaped hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that's basically it. It's like a freaking cartoon. And his dad, his dad was so so pissed at us. He was like, "This is the most stupid shit I've seen." Oh, there it is. I will show it on stream. Look at that shit. It is uh, the perfect print of the bottle oh. in the wall. Oh my god. <laughs> and, and that oh is actual God. an actual brick wall. That's the, that's the side of this dude's house. I'm gonna I'm gonna post the photo here in the call too, in case Ollie like can't see it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh my God! That's so funny. So yeah, th that was a thing, and he was like, because we were shooting this straight up in the air, and he was said like, it could fall on somebody's head, it could fall on somebody's car. You guys are dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that was one of the most stupid things we've done. <laughs> oh, that, just like hearing about like video games and pissing off um, Jay's parents and stuff reminded me. This is easily like, you know, top 10, like dumbest things we've done with Jay. Um, it's like kind of an embarrassing story at this point just for how stupid it was. I don't know why we would do this. Um, I'm scared. <laughs> oh, he just like left the call. Hold on. Let me nope. get him. I think his Discord just crashed. Ow. Ow. Okay, Ramona, can Let you please me... stop? Is it back? Oh, are you back? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I clicked the wrong thing. Oh, okay. I closed <laughs> You're good. like a dumbass instead of just like... A... You, were, you were saying what the dumb shit you've done? Okay. Yeah, this is one of like the dumbest things we've done <clears throat> with like at Jay's house like to, to piss off his parents. I don't know why we did this. So on the app store way back in the day, uh, <laughs> there used to be... <laughs> There used to be this that app. That story is good when the other one starts giggling. Sorry, the, I like didn't know where he was going, and then he said app store, and I immediately. <laughs> there used to be this app called Keezy that was basically just like a keyboard that you could customize with like your own sounds, right? But there was like, and there was like an option where you record your own sounds, and then it just randomizes where they go on the keyboard. Right. Oh so we would we would go like upstairs, uh, like so where they couldn't hear us, um, and we would record like a bunch of like really quiet sounds, and then we we would record one sound that was just like really really loud, like screeching. Like yeah, just like record like one like ear rape noise, and then we would randomize them all on the keyboard, and then we would run back downstairs into the living room. Granted, it was like. 2 a.m. and we'd run back in the living room and then each one of us would have to take turns it was like russian roulette everyone would go around and have to press one of the keys until somebody got somebody got the ear rape noise then we would all like run away before his parents came out with like a shotgun to blow our brains out for pissing them off at two in the morning talking about shotguns the, the, i'm getting a little bit sidetracked here but i was when i was with my girlfriend i had this car I had this Hyundai Tiburon, and uh, I like ran the thing like a fucking maniac. I was I was out of control when I was younger with a car. Like like you did not you did not want me to get to have a car. I was running like two hundred miles an hour. Oh my god! And I was going hundred and fifty miles an hour with this girl, 
and when when we we got busted so when we came back home when i when i came back to her place to drop her off his dad her dad her dad knew about it he knew i just got busted at 150 miles an hour with her daughter Mm. the guy was waiting for my ass with a shotgun on the balcony oh my god (laughs) i I have damn near shot myself (laughs) i think i would just start sobbing just instantly yeah but i i completely deserve that <laughs> yeah Jesus. like like he pointed the thing at me the thing was unloaded and he, and he had and he hadn't like he wasn't on the trigger or anything like he didn't really want to kill my ass but he really wanted to scare the living shit out of me that worked <laughs> he just wanted you to shit your pants yeah it was about oh, sending yeah. a message it, was, it wasn't it about was actually about sending a message yeah <laughs> the message was very clear like don't 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 do that shit again <laughs> turns out that was my that was my fiance for like eight years oh damn <laughs> yeah so yeah, we we still we still joked about 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 stuff like that, and I never I never was I never done speeding after that. Like <laughs> I, I've stopped speeding after that. I stick to racetracks now. I can yeah I can imagine after somebody threatens to shoot you, you're like all right, I'm done. All right, I'm done. Yep. That's, Taking a that's break. enough for me. I'm good. Taking yeah, a break. And, and the violation too. The violation was like two thousand two hundred and twenty-six dollars. Oh my oh, god! Damn. Blech. That's <laughs> awful. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, to... with that much debt, I think I'd rather the dude shoot me. To be honest, like, if they gave me the ticket, I'd just be like, "All right, man, shoot me. You're doing me a favor." <laughs> yeah, like shoot my ass, please. We don't have to worry about that. In America, I paid right? the thing in full. But yeah, I can't believe that I found this image that easily. It is really <laughs> that funny. Well. That's so funny. So yeah. Uh, other other nostalgic stuff, I guess. Like video games, yeah. Uh, any other franchises that you used to like as a kid that are still kind of like alive and kicking for better or for worse there? I'd say the first Assassin's Creed was my shit. Ooh, I've, I'm actually um, I'm I just redownloaded uh, Assassin's Creed Four because like I I played it like so many times I'm like almost a hundred percent complete with it. Black Flag. Yeah. I have it on my computer, but it's not installed. Oh, it's. Have you ever played it? No, no, I didn't. I I definitely recommend it. I think Assassin's Creed Three is like one of my favorites just because I really like Connor and like the Tomahawk. But like Assassin's Creed Four, I've definitely put the most amount of time into, and I don't know why. I just like. Like, I don't even know if it's that good. I'm just like I'm I'm eighty four percent done with the entire game. Like <laughs> Wow. Another another game I have like on the computer on Steam, but I it's not installed and I know that it's one of the greatest games ever made is The Witcher. Oh. Oh yeah, I've never I've never played Are it. Are you talking about the first one though? Or... No, the first one sucked. I yeah. played, I, played the first I was going to say, sucked. I've got some really bad news for you. The first one is very influential, <laughs> but the gameplay is ass. The gameplay was ass. I was like, that's why I, I, I did not play the second one on the third one. I had such a bad experience with the first one that I just gave up on the other two. <laughs> I've never played the third one, but I, it goes on sale on Xbox a lot. So I'm always like, maybe this time I'll pick it up for like $12 and I always forget. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't RuneScape. It was another game that I used oh, to play. Oh, RuneScape! <laughs> I never really played RuneScape. I, I never was a guy big into MMOs. 
Me neither, but like for some reason, like that one. Like... Oh, and the first I... Call of Duty Modern Warfare, of course. Oh, the, God, for yeah. oh. from that game. Oh, <laughs> the verbal abuse. Yeah, like oh man, it's it. It was literally like concentrated bullying. You know what I mean? It's like if you if you <laughs> oh, could yes, put if insane. you could put bullying in a bottle like purely concentrated bullying like the equivalent of condensed soup call of duty 4's <laughs> chat room is to bullying what condensed soup is to regular soup okay you, you guys shit that guy with the 50 calendar golden desert eagle is a piece of shit <laughs> like the the amount of insults i learned from the, from the call of duty 4 chat room like oh my god and don't forget modern warfare 2 with like people hacking to get like to uh, to the 10 prestige oh yeah yeah like the leaderboards were fucked from day one on that game and oh man i remember getting noob tubed from the other side of the map at the beginning of the game every single freaking time that was concentrated suffering <laughs> and then black ops i don't know if uh you oh, played as black much black ops, ops but for our little like friend group of people we we met like middle school and high school black ops was was our jam like we put so many Absolutely. fucking hours into like into the into the multiplayer but into zombies too like we would stay up so late grinding for levels like in the multiplayer and we would just like spend all weekend playing zombies yeah like, hey zombies, man don't man. don't kill the crawler don't kill the crawler, don't kill somebody, the crawler. somebody fucks <laughs> up and kills the crawler while your buddy's eating lunch and like everybody dies it's a fucking disaster like <laughs> my my girlfriend's little brother is like thir is like 13 or 14 years old he they still have like a like an old xbox 360 and all these games are all fucking scratched up because they're, they're like 14 kids in that house. So, so like, like stuff gets broken all the time. And he has like a broken controller and stuff. And all I want to do, like he, he, was, he was playing some Fallout 3. And I was like, man, that game was so my shit. And he was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm, I, I'm like, oh, man, I got this, son. I got this, son. <laughs> like, go see this guy at that place. Say that to him. And that's going to unlock that quest. And he's like, oh, that game is that deep? I'm like, oh, man, you're just like 100% that game, like, twice over. <laughs> like, Fallout 3 was my shit. And all I, want, all I want to do one day is let him sit in front of my computer and play Fallout 4 on max sitting because this kid is going to shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, as like a wrap up on our show, we, um, I don't know, most of, our, most of our episodes are usually just us talking, like a big thing is just we talk about like our favorite games. Like, so if you, you want to take this opportunity to just, like shout out your favorite game or play, what would you do? What would you say? Uh, I would say Final Fantasy twelve, Kerbal Space Program, Fallout three, and uh, Golden Sun. Those there are those it. are my those are my top four right there. Yeah, amazing. And then Hell. I have one I have one more question, and then I'm good to go. What are y'all uh, What are y'all doing to like combat loneliness and boredom during this like quarantine time that the entire world is like lighting up? Uh, what do you guys recommend to the people? Oh, ah, there you go. <laughs> I stream, but yeah, find find yourself some streamers. Or not, not necessarily streamers, but find content creators out there. If you like something, if you have a hobby, 
like he said, there's an audience for everything and there is porn for everything. So if you want to <laughs> porn, um, your wildest fantasies are out there. But uh, no, in all seriousness, there are fantastic creators out there who are struggling to find an audience. Now is the time to find those people and actually support what they do. Uh, great message. I couldn't agree more. Jadron, anything you want to say? Uh, I was just going to say like, yeah, you know, you can definitely find more people right now than ever that are either teaching you how to do something you want to do or just kind of doing something that you find enjoyable. So, like, if, if you want to learn a hobby or anything, now is the time. Find something you can do from home and you can absolutely start jamming, whether it's, like, oh, music yeah. or, you know, learn is, learn to make your own podcast or something, man. It's, yeah, the dawn of Maybe the creators is here. Time. Nope. <laughs> also, um, yeah, like he said before, uh, googling anime titties is free, man. That's all. That's all that I gotta is, say. That is true. But yeah, if you really can't think of anything, I'm sure you can find plenty of anime titties on the internet. Oh yeah, there's plenty of that. <laughs> so thank you, thank you so very much for having me on the show, man. This is this this was a this was a blast. Yeah, you got I, it. It was great having like a, a real guest, <laughs> right? It's so weird. Uh, everybody we've ever yeah. like been in contact with has fallen through for some reason or another. The only guests we've had are people we know in real life. So it's neat to just oh. kind of meet up with other content creators and be like, hey, let's collaborate on something. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I will, I will actually like link your, uh, if you can send me that uh, tree link or link three or uh, whatever I it's called. Got it. Yeah. I'm going to send it right here in. Yeah. I'm going to post it in chat. <clears throat> Uh, there you go. Yeah. The late late show. Oh, yeah, the late, I guess. late show. Yeah. So, if anyone if anyone has any final thoughts, go ahead. If not, uh, uh, I guess I'll outro us out. Yeah. No. Go ahead, and you can outro us. I will make sure to link uh, Royal in the description of this video. I don't know if you want me to do a. If you have a link tree, shoot it my way, or I can just link your Twitch channel because your Twitch channel has everything else on it. It's got your YouTube, your Patreon, everything like that. I can just link the uh, Twitch channel if you'd like. Yeah, link Up the Twitch you. channel. That's that's gonna. It's my hub. This is okay. the central hub from where I do my my shit. You got it. I will link Royals Twitch channel in the description of this. Make sure to check him out. Uh, thank you so yeah. much for having us. And yeah, Ollie can outro us out. Yeah, thank you everyone for joining us. I've been Ollie. That's been Jadrian. Our guest has been Royal. You can follow us pretty much anywhere on late at late 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 show or at late late show pod. You can follow me at on 11 on Twitter and I think on Instagram. Um, if you guys want to plug your, your stuff, that's fine too. Um, I so. would prefer people don't follow me on Twitter or Instagram. <laughs> All my stuff is garbage. Um, <laughs> definitely follow the podcast, uh, but <laughs> don't follow me. My account is very bad. Uh, Royal, yeah, if you've got anything else to plug. Uh, no, that's going to be it. Everything you need is is on my Twitch page. Uh, that includes uh, Twitter, Instagram, and, and all that kind of, my YouTube channel, my Patreon. That includes everything. All right. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say everybody keep an eye out because I've been designing merch for us. Um, oh. Yeah we, have, yeah, we have a lot of free time. So I was like, I'm going to drop some designs. I'm pretty proud of how they're turning out, Jadrian. I haven't sent them to you. so. But um, yeah, check up on your friends. Be safe. Stay healthy. And uh, thanks. <laughs>